Hey, welcome to I'm Your Buddy with Nick and William, a podcast where two friends are watching and discussing the TV show Friday Night Lights. I'm William, I'm the one that loves this show. And I'm Nick, who's never seen the show until we started the podcast. And today we start season four, episode one, East of Dylan, and episode two, After the Fall. How are you? Tired. Yeah? Yeah. From working too much or not sleeping enough? From anxiety and doing too much shit around the house. And yeah, because I'm not, and I'm not working enough. I mean, I'm working on writing shit, but in terms of making money, I'm not. My job canceled today. Um, oh, okay. But that's a whole other bag of worms. But no, I'm just tired. I, I think I'm just. I think it's a general exhaustion. Yeah, I'm sleeping enough. Just overworked, so I feel exhausted. It's a different sleepy. Yeah, I just don't, yeah. Depression, anxiety, don't want to do anything. Yeah, yeah. of course. We Typical. talked about that last time for sure. Yeah. Um, We'll just start with, I'm, so, I'm legitimately happy and excited. We're on season four. I had a smile the whole time. Just being like, we're here. We finally got here. And we're here, and I'm happy we're here, because it's very different. Yeah, it is. How did you like the two? Uh, No, not really. You didn't like them? I don't know. I don't like the different. I mean, that's surprise, surprise, you know. Nikki B being reluctant to change and, you know, my it's stubbornness. But I don't know. I didn't like the tonal change. Like, they're... They're really like there's some there are some good things in the mm-hmm. episodes for sure, but a lot of it feels very heightened. Like we discussed in last week's episode about how season three was different from uh two and one yeah. in terms of feeling more like a TV show. And that kind of TV show feel was like pedal to the metal in these uh two, I think. Like there were a couple moments that I really enjoyed, but a lot of it I was like, oh, they're just like cranking up some of the scenarios, some of the drama, some of the characters in some ways that look, I think are relevant to the plot, but I don't know. I, I didn't like the tone as much. If you're, you're talking about you liking the tone. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really like the tone. It felt a, a lot of things felt exaggerated. What's an example of something you think that's exaggerated? Like the McCoys. So, like, they're really leaning into them being the villains. Like, all of a sudden, yeah. I mean, so it, I, I understand why the son of an asshole would be an asshole. I get that. But taking JD and making him like a super dick, I was just like, wait, well, this, this feels kind of out of left field. But I guess it's like, okay, you go from, look, I can justify it for the fucking show for them. Yeah. Of like, oh, it's the summer In after. In hindsight, though, we're, how you felt watching it and how we discuss it's correct it's easy to there to be a big difference yes yeah so watching it i thought there was a big difference between season three and season four where i was like no no no. he wasn't like this in season three he wasn't just this braggadocious prick you know and look i i get it but and they're like his antagonizing of matt and all this stuff it's like Matt, you're you're out of high school. Get the fuck away from these people. What are you fucking doing? Why do you give a shit about what these people? She didn't want to go to the party. No, I know, I know, I know. But still, like, I, I, I he's get. He's mad. It. He was. He's, I know. He listened to you 
and was trying to get away from them. I know. He's got younger girlfriend. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I get it. I get it. that makes sense. But yeah, so and then with, with Joe, with his dad, there's so much of like the evil smirking from a distance. Where I'm just like, fuck this. I I get the 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 pep rally shot. Yeah. It's yeah. like while they're I, booing Tammy, he's just like, yeah, yeah, it's just very I'm the villain now, you know, kind of thing. Which, you know, he was kind of the the guy who punched his son in the face ten times? <laughs> that guy? The guy who stole Coach Taylor's job? Yeah, yeah he was a little bit of yeah. a But it's a just, it's, it was so season. mustache twirling, mm-hmm. twisting kind of thing. So that felt a little off. But he won. Yeah, so why... Kicked Eric out. No, I get it, I get it. Yeah, so like... Yeah, it just felt, it. like I said, it... it it's just a jump. felt exaggerated, yeah. you know, okay. and... I think the introduction to East Dillon is a bit uh, crazy too, a bit exaggerated where Coach is literally going into, like, trying to break in and there's the fucking guy, the maintenance guy, who's clearly feigning that he doesn't speak English, which I'm just like, I feel so fucking bad for this actor having to do this. But anyway, but, like, it's August, school starting, and I'm like, the football program would have started in July. So... We wouldn't even be fucking seeing this. The idea of him going in on the first week of school, or I guess it's, they do the fucking time jump three weeks later, whatever the fuck. But I, that, it just, I, I get what it's doing. It's setting up the contrast between these two things, but it felt so fucking exaggerated, even though it gives us the good line of like, did you know there's a raccoon in here or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I, I, I get the functionality of all these things, but... It just kicks the tone up a notch to where I'm just like, this feels, I just didn't enjoy it as much. Like, I, I just see the gears turning a little yeah. bit, and it's it's setting up these obvious kind of juxtapositions, and it just, I don't know. It just, the, the tone just feels exaggerated, like I said. I think, I'm sorry. I'm just repeating myself, but. I think uh, more than a lot of other TV shows, because it's not uh, done the same Good or bad doesn't matter, but I'm just saying, like, it does feel like each season's a a soft reboot. Like, every time we get to a new season, that first episode's almost relaying what the groundwork is for this specific story, this specific time. They don't... It is a continuation, but it doesn't always just feel like we're just going right into last episode of season three, episode four of this one. It doesn't feel like they just go right in, like... Color palette change, location change, character change, setting change. Like, everything is such a overhaul where it does feel a little jarring sometimes. I, I disagree, I think, maybe 100% on the McCoy stuff. I disagree maybe 100%. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> on the McCoy thing, because I think of all the things we're discussing right now, that's one, like, to me it tracks the most of, you know, he had to be a scumbag son of a bitch behind the scenes a little bit he won he's out and proud now this is who he was wanting to be the whole time and now his son can be like my dad runs the town that's a cocky kid the 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 ingredients makes it so i buy it and i'm like that is what he would have been this makes more sense almost than uh the previous jd mccoy like this one i buy more and it might just be because they are the villains and i don't like them so when they fit that role, I'm like, yeah, I, I knew I didn't like you because you were this. Like, it might be that. Well, and, I, and I, yeah, I get that. I guess I just, 
because it's supposed to be obnoxious. I understand that. Yeah. And being annoyed by an obnoxious character, it's like, yeah, you're supposed to be annoyed by an obnoxious character. But I think it would be more interesting instead of going for the mustache twirling like mm, like mm. i just think of the grinch like the grinch grinning like that's the image that comes to my head yeah and it'd be more interesting if he was just more about the power not about oh i'm gonna go fuck with tammy because she fucks with us which is funny but like i think it's that whole thing of like it's that like truly powerful people do not give a fuck about showing that they're powerful people it's like the difference between rich and wealthy yeah We've talked. I think we've talked about this in the past before. Yeah. It's like rich people want you to know that they're rich and they spend a bunch of money and you know think of like celebrity and all yeah. this kind of shit and assholes, and wealthy people don't give a fuck. Wealthy people dress casually, but they're be flying on fucking PJs, you know, as yeah. people call it. Like they a, truly true wealth is fucking stealthy, right? That's a big thing in uh, the TV show Succession was uh, there's even a line where they talk about one of the guys is of the family, but he's not wealthy like them. He's just through marriage, like attached. And he's like, yeah, I think I might get uh, my inheritance. It's like $5 million. And every, it's supposed to be like the Murdochs. Like these are billionaires that run the country. And they're just like, ugh, $5 million? He's like, it's the worst number to have. You're the <laughs> poorest rich person. Yeah. He's like, that would suck. Like, <laughs> take nothing above five million yeah so it is that idea of like when you hit that level it's it's a different world yeah Yeah. and that's and i would like to i'd rather see that in terms of the Mm -hmm. power dynamics of the town but you have a a fucking smarmy prick instead where it's just like he was and 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 they've downgraded buddy you know even where it's like buddy used to be the guy who had the money and then i get this this richer guy came in and of season three and kind of took over but like and you know buddy's bad with his money i get the plot reasons why buddy doesn't have as much money as he used to but like buddy was like the rich and joe was like the wealthy Mm -hmm. and now it's like and now joe is just going down where it's like it'd be cooler to me if he was just more behind the scenes and more just like fuck you power not like i'm gonna twist the knife power like that it's just like but I get what they're going for. So I understand why you'd disagree. I mean, whatever, you love the show. But like, and clearly you love this season, uh, you know. Uh, but it could have been more interesting instead of just sticking with like, oh, gross douchebags. And they're doing the same thing with the Panthers. They're leaning into it so hard. Now all the Panther dudes are like, like amped yeah. up fucking roided out they're yes. they're doing like the new chance cheering state state like yeah yeah, yeah like <clears throat> like they literally have like some they sound like the fucking orcs from lord of the rings or something yeah the yurikai yeah where i'm just like we get it they're the bad guys now we we're not supposed to root for the panthers now assholes have taken over the team we we get it just, let's just Let's focus on the important shit, which is like coach trying to get his shit together. I don't know. It's just so in your face. And and maybe it's maybe it's the beginning of the season thing, right? Where it's just like, okay, we have to establish these are clear lines. Maybe people who don't know what's going on, people who haven't seen the previous seasons, need to know that the Panthers are now the antagonists in a way, right? Well, so maybe that, whatever. I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to give the show more credit, you know? Well, I would, I would say... There's two things I really want to talk about with this season, with these two episodes. And uh, from a writing perspective, we can break it down if you give a shit and talk about it more. But one thing I'm interested in that the show does from a writing standpoint 
is how do you introduce new characters? That's interesting to me. And how they chose to do it's an interesting way. From a writing point, like uh, that type of math on how to connect these dots. Yeah, how can we introduce who they are? That's cool. The other thing I want to talk about is, yeah, so maybe the show doesn't have subtlety with this, but me and you talk so much for three seasons about how the money's in the background, the boosters are in the background, this and this. This show, we were watching the rich, privileged white people in an underdeveloped community thrive. And we were rooting for them for three seasons and we were having fun with them and cheering with them. We were on their side for the show to flip it and go, you were kind of rooting for the bad guys the entire time. And now our perspective, because we follow Coach, now we can actually see they were probably like that the whole time. But because our heroes were there, we didn't fully see, you know, it's the the, the Nazi thing, the two guards. Like, are we the bad guys? Because there's <laughs> skulls on our jackets. Like, yeah. you know, it's that thing. Yeah. I think that's, from a writing standpoint... So fucking fascinating that they had the balls to do it because it's not like it undoes the three seasons, but as a viewer and a fan of the show, blue and yellow is what you love and you come to love that town, you come to love the state, all of that stuff, and now you've tarnished it. That's like if they pull it off in this season and you learn to love wherever Coach is now... There's now, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, from a writing standpoint, that's that's pretty ballsy. And oh, yeah. if they pull it off, it's pretty fucking cool. No, they for sure aren't doing it subtly, though. Yeah, I get, I get that the ideas are cool. Because they are. The ideas are good. But I just think, so far, in these two episodes, mm-hmm. the way that they're setting it up is a little heavy-handed and a, li- a little bit sloppy in terms of, like, you know, because... We, we get it, right? So this is the east side of Dylan. Our, our heroes, quote-unquote heroes, would see as, oh, uh, that's the scary part of town, whatever. Yeah, someone says the element. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the thing that was kind of confusing me was all of these students went to Dylan. All of them. No, I don't think so. I no, think... no, no, no. But how did the... Okay. How, mm-hmm. We're going to get somewhere where does our that... stupidity is going to hit us in walls where... How do you redistrict? Because they even say like, oh, you live in Kilroy. That's district or zoned for that school, whatever. Stuff like that. I think, I don't know. I don't know where Vince was going. I don't think he went to Dillon. I think because that part of town wasn't zoned for Dillon, that part of town, some of it was to other high schools that got bust out. What high school? No, 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 no. That's well, not how they shit play works. Football in. That's a fuck. That's an excuse for the TV show. I think that's an excuse for the TV show. Because that's the thing. The they had, world shit works with this. But they had one fucking high school, and now the town has two high schools. So this whole thing of like them not knowing the students and all this kind of shit that that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Like they should know all these people, and half the fucking football team. I get that the boosters, you know, gerrymandered the fucking district mm-hmm. to so in order to get the good players. But like, if if a an entire town has one high school and then they split into two, half the fucking students are going to go to that new high school, even though it's a shitty high school because it's bad facilities because it's an old thing. But like, 
That doesn't make fucking sense to me. And so it was very confusing where these guys are like, they don't know who fucking Coach Taylor is. Coach Taylor doesn't. I guess Coach Taylor wouldn't know who they are if they weren't on the football team. But half the fucking football team should be on the fucking East Dillon team because it's half the fucking town. Unless it's like the privilege thing, right? The privilege privilege kids are playing football or whatever the fuck. I was going to say, I think a lot of... Uh... But it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. No, not to me, 100%. I, again, I'm stupid. I don't know how this works. I'm trying to relate it to Roswell. And, like, if you had just Goddard, maybe... Or if you had just Roswell High, maybe some of the Goddard kids go to Dexter. Maybe some of the kids go to, like, a further out school because, like, you can pick. And the zoning lets you in between. And then when they reopened it and there's Goddard and Roswell High that changed those like lines and numbers. I don't know that because I'm stupid and I don't know these things, but I do think at the very least with the football thing, none of these kids like football. They're not talented. They're not skilled. So these are kids that are only going out for football because there's, there is no football team. So they're like, fuck it. I've played before. I'll give it a shot at Dylan. You know, this is my thing is I played soccer growing up for a good amount of years. And in high school, I moved to San Diego and my dad to encourage me to meet people and not stay in my room was like, you have to do a sport. You have to. It's mandatory. He's like, just give it a shot. And well, the only sport I've played that I'm good at is soccer. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll go do soccer. This is San Diego, California. And when I go, they're all Mexicans and they're all so fucking good at soccer. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not that. So I did golf instead because <laughs> like, I was like, I'll never fucking hang. Yeah. They're so much better than I ever could have been. I thought I was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't do it. I think that's what this is, is these are kids that if they went to Dillon, they grew up seeing what the Dillon Panthers were. It's like, I'm not that. I wouldn't have cut it. Now you get a shit nothing team. They're like, "Fuck it, I'll try out." Like, who's my competition? No, and, and I other get guys that, that have never played. But it's like, wouldn't it be more interesting if these these guys knew who Coach Taylor was? They went to the same fucking school, but they just couldn't even get on the JV. They weren't even fucking good enough. Like, the idea that they didn't it's a way go, to go to, I don't know if that's more interesting. The though. the idea that they didn't go to Dylan High, it doesn't make logical sense. Like, it makes Maybe, sense yeah. for how the TV shows like. Oh, this is the underprivileged part of town. So now coach has to put together a ragtag group of of uh, guys to play some fucking football, right? He's got to put together the team. But it's like technically if the town had one high school split into two, yeah. There would there, there'd fucking be guys from the team. Sure. Yeah. And all of these kids would know who coach Taylor was. All these kids would have been going to Dillon. And they would have all been Panthers, and now they're all reluctantly. Yeah, our, our, I, I just, our friend uh, Graham asked us, how does redistricting work? Like, yeah. uh, like what are you doing? I don't yeah, get but it. Yeah, but I know and I get it. I and, still don't get but it. But feigning yeah. in ignorance isn't an excuse. Like, if the town, it's not that hard to go from one school, mm-hmm. now two school. Mm-hmm. So half go one school, half go other school. Yeah. Like, it's... Talking about other districts and smaller towns and all that shit, that's just making it more complicated. Yeah. And that's not necessary. But it's uh, the, I, the answer to your question is out of every time I've watched a show, I never gave a shit. 
No, yeah, they told me, and I just went with it. So I've never yeah. thought it out further than. Well, you already admitted you're stupid, so yeah. we understand why. Yeah. yeah, and beyond that, I just this is where my lack of intelligence did. It didn't even turn on. My brain didn't even turn on. Going, wait a second, no, it's no, because I was like, shouldn't coach know these kids? Like, I get it. I just don't give a shit. Anything you're gonna say with that, I don't know if it is even that interesting. If the show would be better. <laughs> if they explained the thing you're saying. I don't know if that's an improvement to anything beyond the logic. So then no, I'm but, like, I don't know. But in terms of the relationships, it's like, Coach, I get what they're doing. He like, didn't know Julie's I, teacher in the fucking episode, and we laughed at it. He doesn't know anything except the football players. That's all he knows. So he's a bad example. Everybody else should know each other, sure, blah, blah, blah. Sure. sure, yes. Landry should know some of these guys. I mean, he, sure. and he does, but it's like, oh, I used to go to Dylan. But it's like, no, you should know all these fucking people because they all went to the same fucking school before it got split into two schools. But you didn't know everyone that went to D- fucking Goddard. Like, it doesn't specifically sure. work that way all the time. I can I can name one guy that played football, and it was because he had my name, and he was super racist. I don't know anything more than him. Sure. That's I only knew him because of that. So, like, I wasn't of that world... I don't even... Did we have a football team, uh, a basketball team? I never saw Goddard no, do I, yeah, anything I basketball it. And I'm sure that's that's what it is. So I, I get it. Yeah. The characters that we follow wouldn't necessarily comment on it. Yeah. I just thought it was an odd thing. Where it's it just is like, weird. You know, because all, all these weird, people should be ex-Panthers. <laughs> yes. All of these people should be ex-Panthers. And all the kids should have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know? So maybe I'm just bitching for no fucking reason, but no, it's it, it's a it's a logic gap the show has, and if and maybe they address it, and I wasn't paying attention or so I I don't know. Or you caught it because you're not invested as much as I was because yeah. I didn't catch it and I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're bored. Well, so your mind's uh, freer to wander about. Well, no, it's just it's just that tonal stuff where I'm just like, okay, so this feels new. This thing, okay, mm-hmm. what are they? addressing what are they not addressing because every yeah like you said every beginning of the season is kind of a soft reboot so they have to re-explain everything mm-hmm. um and reset up their relationships just for new viewers and stuff so it makes sense but i'm just looking out for it you know yeah and it's it's I, i'll keep it going as like it's the same thing as the <laughs> how fun new caprica for battlestar was when the people you're rooting for the heroes especially at the time it was made they were the terrorists, yeah. and you were using those iconography, you were using those speeches of how we discuss the bad guys in the Middle East is actually the people we're rooting for here. Yeah. And it messed all of that up, and that was kind of fascinating because it wasn't just good guys are good guys, bad guys are bad guys. Like We we muddied it all up, and so, like yeah, I'm really... I got really excited because, like, yeah, Dylan fucking sucks. Like, it's gross. They're all just rich privileged entitled white guys mm-hmm. and yeah it's just so for like them cheering like troops like you know like yeah, yeah, straight straight i was like it's fucking gross yeah it is, it's yeah. so fucking creepy and ugh, i hate it yeah and it's like damn that's really fucking cool the show's confident it's a confidence thing for them to flip it and go this is what you liked for three years that's yeah, pretty see, and i guess cool. i don't feel that as much maybe the the season will go on but I don't feel that mirror of like, oh, you guys were rooting for the bad guys because Coach was always a good guy. Yeah. So it's like I and 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 that's the thing. Joe and JD are such villains mm-hmm. where I don't I don't feel that mirror yet. Where it's like, 
where I'm supposed to be like, oh, fuck, I was them. I don't feel that fucking way because yeah. those guys are such pricks. Fuck them. And I agree. The, sh- the show definitely dropped the subtlety with it, but I do think it's because you know, not everyone's going to kind of catch that right away. So I think you open hard with it yeah. for like, I just envision my mom going, I don't like them anymore. Yeah. You know, and you, you got to <laughs> sell it. And then maybe we move on. Maybe it stays as broad as it does. But I do think it was a conscious decision to be like, sure. let's really fucking hit this home. Like, oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. It's like yeah. you said, it's very broad with it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the golf cart, the like, you know, him bragging about like, oh, we're going to go to state and like your dad shouldn't take me out of the game. Like we said it's my town now or whatever said dumb shit he all says. Up, Jesus like Christ. right away. Yeah. And that's a that's another thing about these two episodes is it feels like there's a lot in them. Like there's a lot of business we go through. And uh, I, I, I like the pace. I don't think they're cramped. I don't think they're crowded. But it does feel like a lot for two episodes to go through. Because it's, yeah, you get new characters, new school, new setting. It feels like a different town, like you said. New color change. Like, everything's different. Yeah, I mean, they're set, yeah, it's it's setting a new status quo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, sure, let's talk about some of the new characters. Yeah. Because I wrote down, wait, is this show really going to try to convince me that a girl is going to fuck Riggins after he fucked her mom? I'm like, this is some season one, season two shit right here. Okay, I get that white trash dummies exist. And we I come from white trash talk dummies. About this right now. No, and I, I get I it. Don't I don't know her age. I know you know the answer. No, I'm saying I don't know how old Becky's supposed to be in the show. I see. And this is another The Devil's Talking. No, but just it, it, whatever. That shit beside. But the show, guess, is it, yeah. is it, tr- stranger things have happened, I'm sure, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, for Strang- sure. There's a ton of weirder stories. Sure. I don't know. It's just, it seems like such a girl feigning a crush f- on a hot guy. Yes. I, I, it's... Oh, let's get it. Let's start with Becky. So I think, I, I told Athea earlier, I'm, again, let's keep the theme of this episode. I'm dumb. I don't remember all of Odysseus and the Homer story and the Odyssey and the Iliad, but there's got to be something kind of, I think they were trying to maybe flirt and play with, you're introduced to Becky singing. There's yeah, I thought siren. it was like some kind of siren. Yeah, I thought the there's same something thing. there, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you get across that she sings, she has whatever creative aspirations, we can all agree it's pretty obvious two episodes in she has a crush on Tim Riggins. We can all agree she's got a shit mom because every time you're with Becky, her story introduction to us in that scene is my mom's nowhere to be found. Well, and her mom's an idiot. She's like, oh, she wouldn't even know a you shitty from... bartender. Yeah. Exactly. She, she wouldn't know you from Adam. Exactly. And it's just like, wait. You don't talk to your fucking daughter. Yeah, exactly. You didn't. You're like, a dumbass. Yeah. So, yeah, you're a bad mom. Bad mom. Becky doesn't have that, and obviously there's no fucking dad because it's Dylan, Texas. All the dads <laughs> went to some war. The same war that all the dads went in in Pokemon, that all the, all the Dylan dads went to, too. That's yeah. why there's no dads in both. Yeah. But yeah, so, so you set that up. That's her introduction. Mm. How do you like her as a character? I, there's not enough for me to even grasp onto. Yeah. You know, she's just supposed to be that annoying girl that's kind of bugging Tim. A little annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Making fun of him, the 
and she has a shitty mom. And somehow the show is implying that she is a human being who will have sex with a man who has sex with her mom. Yeah, I... It's just, it's kind of baffling to me. It's, I'm not supposed to say. I know, I know, I know. Let's just, maybe I know that specific story has happened. In, yeah. Maybe I'm related to that specific story. Yeah, Who okay, knows? all right. But no, that's I, not I, that far reaching for me. But I'll also say, do those two episodes give you the vibe that Riggins looked at her going, I'm going to fuck that? Or was no. the show telling you she would fuck him? No, no, that's what I mean. Okay. It's, it's, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to make sure where you stand on where Riggins is. Yeah, Riggins is it. the hot dummy. Yeah, he's a big dumb dumb. Riggins is not the pursuer in many of these scenarios. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. I'm again, I get there's a lot of trashy people out there yeah. and I know weirder shit has happened. So it's 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 fine. It just it's just one of those things where I'm like, really, is this the show? The show's going to go back to this kind of shit. Okay, yeah. fine. Let's no, fucking... Again, sure. that's why I said, like, eh, this is another The Devil's Talking. The I don't know how young she is in the episode, but Riggins is graduated. Yeah. So there's already, at the very least... And he was probably held back at least two years. There's probably. an age gap that is substantial, yeah, yeah, to say the least. So it's already like, well, you already fucked an older woman that fucked... Well, that's legal, consensual, yeah, the yeah. mom and him. But now there is a daughter thing, and it's just like, damn, we're going back. Like, we can't... Yeah, can't leave it alone. We almost left it alone for a full season in season three, but now we're yep. we're back to it. So, you introduce Becky by pairing her with Tim Riggins. Yep. You introduce Jesse Merriweather by pairing her up with Landry. How do you like Jesse? Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, she's just barely there. And th- I'm, I'm curious to see if they do bring back Tyra or if it's... If it's gonna if it's gonna be a Jason Street thing where she's not gonna show up for many episodes and it's like a long distance thing and then yeah. they're gonna break up or if it's just gonna be like clean slate Landry single you know or whatever because they they haven't addressed that yet so yeah. I, I I don't have an opinion on her really I thought her interaction with her father was funny and like, yeah like and of Landry being himself the usual I'm gonna help out and um, he's a nice boy. And just, yeah, the dad being like, what do you want to the customers after being annoyed by him? And so, I don't know. It could be fun. And, I you know, she's, I don't have an opinion besides, like, good for you. Some guy runs over your fucking bike and you're just like, yeah, you're going to pay for this shit. Because yeah. not everybody gets a fucking car. She's tough. She's assertive. So, with Landry, he got, like, some letter. But Landry, like, lives in town now. He has a different house. They changed Landry's house. Did they? Yeah. At least from season two, it's a different house. Because Landry like lived out in the country. Well, after they burned the car, maybe the dad's like, we got to burn the house, house now, Because yeah, yeah. he moved, and, and now he has like houses around his house. Yeah, so I remember you're, in season you're right, two. Yeah. yeah. They moved. Yeah, okay, yeah, so that right. was weird. So. I do remember okay. there's a the, like, was more brick. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. No opinion yet. Okay. You got a new coach. Coach Stan. Oh, yeah, the Sears coach. You pair him up with Coach Taylor. Yeah, yeah, which is funny. He's very. I. I he's I annoying. He's supposed to be annoying. He's funny. Yeah, it it's it's silly. Um, him repeating coach is really funny. Yeah, coach getting really annoyed with him. He left. So you're too. not gonna regret it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he already fucking does. And yeah. Then, so that's whatever. Um. The other. Who's the other? Oh, okay. And then the other character we introduce, which isn't really tied to anybody except I guess JD, is Luke Cafferty. Which is oh, the guy that yeah. should have been Dylan, and then he moved in. 
Yeah, which they so they kind of gave him JD's old personality. Where it's like the very nice young man, which I I I did like how they made such a big deal about it where the Panthers and the whole school are like, oh bleh, they're they're like, We want Luke or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And the guy just goes and he shows up, and he's like, Hey, and he burns his jersey and he apologizes genuinely to fucking Tammy for I'm sorry I lied to you and he's like literally crying. Yeah. But he's just a he's just a good kid. That's I was just like okay, good for this guy. When I fr- when I <laughs> sure. first saw the show, when I first saw that episode, that was one of those like pause moments where I was like, "That's such a fascinating character trait to put in there." Where he he's fighting to stay at the school, walks away, comes back, and is like, "I'm sorry, I lied to you." Yeah, and I appreciate everything you're doing for it. I was like, "That's like." He's just a good Christian boy or something. That that's, that's fascinating. That's an me. angle that a show usually wouldn't take. Yeah, like because you usually want to bump up the friction, right? But it's also like he could have just been like, "Fine, I'll go to the school. I'm sorry, the mess, and walk away." And then that's your. But for him to turn around and come back, it's like you're really saying something, mm-hmm. and I like it. Yeah. I because yeah, it's it, just it unique. was a it's really kind of a good thing. choice. Yeah, yeah it, it it paused me for a second. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. He came back to apologize. That's that's a big thing. Yeah. Oh, the other main characters, Vince, yep. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Introduce him. Everyone before this knew him as a. Uh, I think he's like super young. He's in The Wire. Gotcha. Spoiler alert: not for that long, but he's in The Wire. Mm-hmm. He's one of the young kids in the very first season, and so this is his big break. How do you like Vince? There's not much going yet. I think the his introduction of like running from the police, right? They're they're already yeah. setting up the economic disparity and and marginalization and all this kind of stuff instantly with that. And the shit with his mom is the most is easily the most brutal shit this show's ever done. It's so fucking like that lady does such a great job yeah. in terms of her performance. And it's the ickiest thing they've done. And it's yeah. easily the most fucking depressing shit that the show has done. I was just like, fuck, man. This is hardcore. Like, his mom is a literal fucking heroin addict or whatever the fuck. And she's asking for money. It's fucking she brutal. She for 20 bucks. Yeah, and she'll tell him where to fucking look for him. Oh, it's horrible. So they do a really good job in terms of setting up the kind of awful situation that he's coming from. Performance wise, it's just him being angry the whole time, and it just isn't that good. It's just him being mad, and that's just I think actors being mm. angry. Like I, I don't, th- it, I don't like think it's brooding ne- angry. Correct. I don't think it's necessarily he doesn't have a up. well, and he doesn't have it's anything brooding. to do yeah. right. Like I, I don't. So like, I don't think it's a comment on his acting ability, right? I mean, we all know fucking Michael B. Jordan can be great uh, from fucking Creed and all this shit. He's he's really talented, but like. I mean, one, he's younger here. Two, he doesn't have much to do. And so it's just like, he's just mad the whole time. And that's not a very interesting thing for an actor to do. I don't think. I was just like, oh, so he's just fucking brooding the whole time. That's not, that's not, that doesn't endear me to him or anything like that. It's just like, okay, yeah, he's just doing the sad, angsty teen thing. You know, I don't know. It was, I think, legitimately. I I, I want him to open up a little bit as the season goes. And I'll be like, okay, cool. 
out of every time that I've watched the show, this was the first time I kind of let something click where, uh, you know, obviously I know where that character ends and what growth, if he has any, what direction it goes in. This was the time where I was looking at him because I knew I was going to have to talk about it. Uh-huh. And he's such a big, you know, he's the Jesse Plemons. He's the big name that came from this show. Yeah. So I was like, well, what's his start with this? I thought it was kind of interesting where he came off kind of timid. I didn't take the anger so much. There's a lot of brooding and angst there, which I get. But there was a couple moments specifically like in the locker room during the game, like the halftime and stuff. Yeah. Like there were moments where he's playing, he's not charismatic he's not funny he's not confident he's not strong he's not like leading the team like none of that stuff well he's silent the whole fucking time and like there's a few moments he does with physical acting where it's like he does look uncomfortable yeah i was like that's kind of interesting it's really small and i never picked up on that as much any other time i watched the show this was the first time i clicked into that 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 came bigger than the brooding angst because i would say he's not angry it's more of an angsty. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't as a white person to say that I was put off by an angry black person. Yeah. I don't mean that. In that, they're sense. aggressive emotions. You were telling me they're like <laughs> they're like uh, junkyard dogs. Oh. You were quoting uh, Coach <laughs> Matt. Yeah, you're like he's got a point. Jeez. That's what you said. Jesus. I remembered it. Just to be clear, I, I did not say any of that. But yeah, it's like it's the angry teen who isn't in touch with his emotions because he comes from a fucking terrible place. And well, it's, he, it's, he just I don't know who he is besides the dramatics of his situation. Yeah. Right? And I was going to say it, maybe even it's just, you know, you got to put that front up because of yeah. the aggressive situations you're in. Sure. So it could be that. But he doesn't have anything. Now I have to backtrack on everything that, that I've said. <laughs> I feel he, so bad. He doesn't have he doesn't have a whole ton to do in two episodes. Yeah. These episodes too are so much Coach Taylor. Yeah. These are Coach Taylor's episodes. This is Coach Taylor's Yeah, and he does they business. He has the good stuff. He makes the fucking mistake. He calls it the game at the end of the first Perfect. one. Which is good because he thinks he's doing him a favor, but it shows that he doesn't believe them or so they think and him apologizing to Tammy and to the whole team. I really like that in the end of the second episode. So it is good to see him on his heels. Building as... something. Yeah. I mean, he's not really there yet. I mean, he barely just got the team back together by the end of this. But it, it's a smart thing for him to make a decision that he thinks is good and kind of slip up. Yeah. You know, he thinks he's doing them a favor. He thinks it's like, okay, this is the healthy thing for it's them to do. It's a mercy kill. I got to protect my kids. They're hurt. And, like, they probably don't have it in them to do two more quarters. Yeah. And it's then, a smart play to Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah. But, he, you know, he realizes, oh, this wasn't the right thing to do. So it's good to see him make a mistake. Yeah. Under the, under the pressure of this new scenario. And it's also fun to see the mistake not be so easy to fix. Yeah, it takes That's a whole a episode to, to backpedal. Yeah. And, I, and I am happy to see Riggins try to come and help out with the team, which I think I called it like two good. seasons ago or yeah. something where I was like him assisting. Working with Santiago, you're like, yeah. hey, why don't you? Yeah. You could probably pull this off. Yeah. And so it is cool to see Riggins um, lend that hand. Yeah, it's nice. It, it's just like, a, oh, hell yeah. It's cute. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and then Kira, whenever he's in school, Kira's like, "Hey, he's in school," and then <laughs> and the next cut yeah. is the biggest grin he's, he's ever like, had in yeah, three seasons, him. throwing yeah. books out the window. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I spoke too soon." Yeah, yeah that was hilarious. Fuck school. And she was like, "Why do you do that, boys?" We on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is your Kira voice. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, because after recording last week's episode, she usually <laughs> listens to the current week's episode uh-huh. when we're recording. And I got home. And after last week's episode, I did the voice a lot when I was editing it. I was just like, oh, Kira's going to be so mad. But, so I care. Yeah. I so when you. I got home, she was like, why? What's this voice? Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I, I, am I crazy? Riggins shouldn't go to college. Am I crazy? No, he's not going to go to college. He we shouldn't. all knew he wasn't. It's the right. It's a bad thing for him to go to college. That would be a negative. I mean, he doesn't care about it, so People it's like, are, why is he gonna? Yeah, spend not his everyone's time? meant. I mean, for if college. he cared about the football program, that's the thing, and that's, I mean, that's maybe the thing that's kind of doesn't track as much. Where it's like he really loved foot playing football, and you know, you don't get as good as he is slash was without loving it. But maybe he just loves Dylan or something like that, you know, which we've established. Why would anyone ever want to leave Dylan? Exactly, but like, I don't know. Still, seems like he might want to play football I, I get that he wouldn't want to do the academics but and don't colleges aren't they just like high schools where it's like they try to oh they passed all their classes even though they, they fucking could, played yeah, all this sure. is, you know so i don't know they maybe they i think they kind of let that go a little too easily but I it think makes sense to se- keep him in Dylan. it's all in season three i think them discussing you know coach even tells them like you know you're not this is it for you. This is your last game. These kids are, you know, just coming up type of shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think the whole, you know, symbolism of him leaving his cleats on the field for season three. We all knew. We yeah. all knew. I think he's the done. The writing was on the wall, yeah. as I said. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think everything in that finale episode was him just being like, sure wish I could stay here in Dylan with my brother. I sure do. Yeah. Oh, man, if only, you know, so I think... It was inevitable, but yeah, I, I get the idea of uh, he was good at something, he had a passion for something, he loved it, and the passion's gone? Yeah, I mean, he just wants to get drunk all the time. I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. I mean, that's just I, how it goes. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Who can't relate? I don't drink. Especially no, I don't beer, either but, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I understand the impulse. I do. And I also get the just go home it's the thing we t- it's just just go to bed just it's comfortable you know it the you know i just want to come home there's no room for you here like yeah it well, all hey, yeah him saying that i just want to come home the the billy getting so angry and all this shit too again the season openers repeating shit that i've already seen and then i get annoyed with that it literally took me the most of this episode to for that to click in my head, which is like, I already know who these characters are. Stop telling me who these characters are. I just want to see what they do next. So I, that, I think that's but, what it is. I don't like these season openers because I don't want to be told again who these people are, which I get that that's the function of them. But I, and I just realized that right now. So Yeah, but it's also like, you know, they they are who they are. So it would be through action. Sure. You know, it, it you would be yeah, bitching yeah, yeah. and moaning if Billy had another intelligent conversation and spoke about his emotions with Riggins. You'd be like, "That's not Billy." Billy would punch Tim and then run out of the room. Billy wouldn't sit him down and go, "I'm really overwhelmed and I don't know how to handle a business and a family and everything's coming at once and I'm scared and I really had my hopes up for you doing this college thing. You let me down." 
yeah. and I'm disappointed in you. You would be sure. mad if Billy had that moment. You would call bullshit because it doesn't track for who he is. It would be well, yeah, out of yeah. But at the same time, be upsetting. But at the same time, doesn't Billy know who his fucking brother is? I get that he he's like, yeah, Tim, you can go to college. You have the opportunity to go to college. But Billy, if anybody knows Tim, it should be Billy, right? But I think that's where the disappointment comes is you you just acted as predictable as possible. Sure, sure. I was hoping, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Lila knocked some sense into you last season. Yeah. And you grew. And maybe you didn't. And that fucking sucks. And it's frustrating to watch you be same old Riggins. Sure. Which is maybe how the audience feels watching him come home thinking it's a good idea yeah yeah i like most of the changes i think it's fun to see coach in this element i also like i mean yeah yeah, the money thing you lose it you got to build it this is hard this is dirty it sucks but it's just more grounded in an environment that I guess, like, me aesthetically, I'm more comfortable. I love the cut the show does of the big game at Dylan in the band and the cheerful stand and then cut to Becky not doing a great job singing. And there's, like, three people in the crowd and it's complete silence. I'm yeah. like... I, I really like this. It's grounded, not like in realism, but it's like grounded in like we're just low. Yeah. And that's, it's it's different and I like that. It's fucking cool to me where I'm just like, yeah, this is shitty in an interesting way. And um, the way they do the football, the thing that I really liked about it is like them being alone and kind of lost in the huddles. Like where they're talking. The guys don't know what the plays are. Yeah, the kids in the huddles. Like the football is still the same football. I'm just watching uh, random people get hit. Yeah. But them in the huddles, like talking it out where it's just them. They're just like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, what's going on? I really like that. And I also really like, I think this is probably the first time the show did how scary before the game must be. Before Coach gives his little speech just everyone's toe tapping everyone's trying to figure their little ritual of how do i get in this mindset i was like i i like that yeah that's a that's a good change because there's not the confidence that the dylan panthers have yeah absolutely and i like the announcer for east dylan way better than the fucking obnoxious yeah very different yeah yeah big difference i was like okay at least they made him different I was happy for the change. I still like the slamming Sammy Mead guy. Slamming Sammy Mead. Yeah, it's like in the DNA of whatever the show was for three seasons. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, again, it's a different energy. So I definitely like that. Yeah. So there is one scene with a weird extra cameo guy at the gas station that talks about pirate shit, oh, swing yeah, your yeah. sword. And so it's so obvious random. it's somebody. Because of how random it is. Like, it's not... They didn't write this. This is a weird thing. So, I looked it up. Did a little bit of research. His name is uh, Mike Leach. And it's roughly who they base Coach Taylor on. Gotcha. Uh, season 3, you kept hearing Coach Taylor talk about the spread offense. That's essentially his strategy that, like, he revolutionized. Like, that's... Uh-huh. Mike Leach pulled that off in... Whatever it is, because I don't know football. Yeah. Whatever that is... Mike's the guy who like made that an awesome thing. He's from uh Mississippi State, Texas Tech. He's one of the like larger decorated college uh coaches. He's one of the more well known guys. 
but he has some weird affinity for pirates, and he always talks about swing your sword. It's his metaphor for confidence type yeah, of thing. Yeah, because in the context of the show, I was like, what the fuck is it's this? It's the weirdest thing. It's jarring. <sighs> yeah, it takes you out, and I get that Coach, I mean, Coach is confused. Yeah, he plays it well, because it, it is the, like, the fuck is this swing your sword shit? Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense that it's a specific reference to something, but it was not knowing. It's just like, what the fuck was that? Why is this in this? Legitimately, it's easy to say it's the weirdest thing the show's ever done. Like, it's the weirdest, like, David Lynch, like... Coach is waiting at a gas station. The guy's getting gas. I just need, like, a ghost to walk by. Vince Vince is supposed to be there or something like that? He was getting gas to go look for Vince. Oh, okay. So he's driving around, I think. So weird. Yeah. One other new character. Matt's got a apprenticeship with an art guy. <sighs> oh, fuck that, dude. And I told so Thea. I, I didn't like that at all. I completely blanked that out of my head because it's so dumb. It reminds me of where you used to live on Silver. <laughs> like with all the metal work shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. In the, you had to walk through all of that. Yeah. It always just reminds me of that. What do you hate about... Do you hate him? Do you hate the scenario? It's just the the stereotype of like, oh, he's a working artist, so he's in his fucking underwear and he's gross. And Okay, yeah. But he, has some, but he has something profound to say and he rips... It's just all so... It, there's like so much stereotypical bullshit in there. I'm just like, this isn't fucking interesting. I, I did think it was amusing how brutal the fucking uh like local community college art teacher was with matt yeah it's just like i see whatever drawings with no perspective or yeah. whatever and matt who's like really kind of struggling with his accent this season or something he's like really leaning into it it's like yeah. very marble mouth i don't know what's going on with the actor but uh, i i just thought it was it's just silly um sure and like I don't know. I just think Matt need, he needs to go away. Would you like leave the show or leave Dylan? Like leave the show. You're done. With I think Matt. they need to close out his storyline. Yeah. I mean, Grandma giving him shit or telling Landry to not throw the ball because he throws like a girl was funny and, and like they're kind of reintroducing the Grandma stuff, but it's like Matt just seems aimless at this point. Maybe we'll see what they do with him, but like. Matt, the okay artist trying to pursue being an artist, is just like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we don't have to get into that, but I think now I understand why you don't want to watch the Matt Saracen thing. It's like, oh, okay, the show. We don't want to talk about mediocre yeah. artists actually giving it a shot, trying their best, going to any college that they can go want, to. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, and a teacher telling them, like, it's not that good. Hey, my oh, I yeah, mean, the I show's that. teachers said he was good. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, I hear you loud and clear. Yeah. I no. see you, Nick. <laughs> and yeah, maybe it is that thing of like, it fits the stereotype of that small town artist pretty well, I think. But just that they they lean into it so much of him being in tidy whities and stuff. I'm just like, oh, this is so this is so dumb. But we'll see where it goes. Again, this is all just set up. Who knows? Yeah. I'm making judgments on things that haven't been explored yet we're just just getting started yeah i, I but i th- i think for me if we're starting matt aimless after football after school giving art a try in my head for me personally i'm like 
I'm down for that. We haven't done it. No one else in the show has done it. Sure. It tracks for him a little bit, and it can go a lot of weird ways. So I'm like, that's, yeah. I'm I'm liking that more than I like the idea of him delivering pizzas to J.D. McCoy. Yeah. I mean, there's... They do the good juxtaposition of Coach puts on his new red hat, and then you cut to Matt. He puts on his blue, but he's a fucking Panther pizza guy. Okay. I like that shot. You brought it up. I have to say another thing about the show that hit me in a weird way is I obsess over Coach putting that hat on in the mirror. Like, I obsess. Like, I've gone manic over that little shot and it's it's not a big metaphor it's pretty on the nose it's a guy in the mirror by himself accepting his fate accepting the position he's in saying i gotta do what i gotta do the show the the show isn't being deep with it but it hit me in the way that i talked about fortitude it hit me in the way that like uh um season two they have that fight where he's got to leave early he thought he had more pto but they call them back after the baby and when they have to talk about it tammy's overwhelmed and she can't physically speak uh, and he's like is that it this is it and, and, then he leaves, away, yeah, yeah. and then she breaks it like these moments have hit me Th- there's a thing about me and him alone i assume everyone's in bed still and he woke up, and he has to put his hat on, and it's a new color, a new hat. His whole routine of life is different now. Uh-huh. He didn't want it. He didn't choose it. He doesn't like it. It's definitely a downgrade, but he's, it's him and himself in his thoughts, in his soul, and I'm not looking at Nick. I'm off in the void of that idea of I have to accept what I'm given make the best of it and in some weird old-fashioned sense that is what a man does is you you, what you're given is what you work with and you still do 100 percent. you try as hard as you can there's something from my father from his father there's a pass down last name thing in my spine (laughs) of that yeah of just the world kicks you in the dick hole and you still got to just try as hard as you can. Yeah. There's something there. And just the image of him putting a different color hat. And he just takes a good two beats of staring at himself. Because when he comes out of the bathroom, he's normal. He's getting coffee. He's chit-chatting, blah, blah, blah. But just to open with that meant a lot to me. Yeah. It like really hit me. It fucked me up. That sounds about right. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. It's a big thing. I mean, that's good. They have these cornerstone moments for you in each of these seasons. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. These are like, those are those things where I'm like searching these uh, relatability moments in art and stuff. It's like, that's, for a, sure. that's a thing. Yeah, I get I'm just that. like, fuck. Yeah. Because it's not in a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know? For so, sure. Yeah, that's the thing that hits me. You want to get some random shit? Yeah, let's do it. Want to get random with it? <clears throat> Speaking of that, him putting on his hat uh, yeah, and him walking out and getting coffee and all that stuff. I think I wrote after that moment, uh, Gracie Bell looks like a goblin. <laughs> Dude, ugliest baby of all time. Yeah, that Whoever head, that grew up into, God Thanks. bless you. Yeah, sorry. 
ugly baby. Yeah. Yep. Scary. Yeah, me and Athea, when they have it in season two, me and Athea are like, oh no, I forgot the ugly baby's here. Like she looks, she looks like <laughs> she. I just clicked this, just clicked my head. She looks like Dane DeHaan's <laughs> fucking goblin and Amazing Spider-Man two. I was gonna say Gracie Bell looks like she becomes free if you give her a sock. <laughs> Um, great little joke is when they're weighing everybody for the new football team everybody wants to be quarterback just every quarterback i'm your quarterback i'm your quarterback yeah so when tinker the big guy comes up and he's like quarterback they're like all right found our quarterback so i i love that idea of like everyone's like well if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be the coolest position possible yeah i like that at the halftime before coach forfeits he's looking at all the injuries and all the stuff and goes up to Landry and he literally puts his finger in <laughs> yeah. Landry's mouth. Like, How's it feel? What? And then Landry goes, I don't know. It'll be fine. Don't do that again. But I'm just like, did Coach just put his finger in Landry's mouth? Yeah. Literally. Landry's doing pretty good stuff. He, he him, always does. Him stepping up as a leader in the for the team and stuff, it it's uh it's a good good look on him. Yeah, he's great little detail that i love makes sense but whatever is saracen still calls him coach yeah it's cute oh i like that at the end of the second episode coach is like just gotta find us a way to get new uniforms so he did the ritual without even having a plan of yeah yeah i like that i thought that was funny shows his dedication you know uh when Joe McCoy and everyone's at their little booster meeting at the Applebee's and Tammy comes in to essentially big dick him in front of everybody, which is a good scene. But when they're talking, Joe McCoy's talking about another kid at another school and they make reference to whatever the kid's name is. And Joe's like, is he out for the game? They go, yeah, he got a knee injury, so he's out for the season. And Joe says, excellent. Like, you're literally seeing how other teams probably felt when Jason Street got hurt. Yeah. It's like these boosters are literally gambling with lives. And when they hear that a literal child, a 16-year-old, got hurt and his life is over, he said that's excellent. Yeah. And it's such a fucked up thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kira was very amused that when Riggins is in class, his pencil isn't even sharpened. Not even sharpened. Yeah, she loved that. Yep. He's got the pen in the ear and the the pencil in his mouth. He looks like he's paying attention, but his brain is just going. He couldn't give a beer, shit. Beer, 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 beer. Yeah, and freaking Grandma Saracen just telling Landry, "You're just a funny looking creature." Yeah, because he's uh practicing throwing the ball, and then he does the. I'm gonna do one more, and he sticks his ass out before he throws. It. <laughs> yeah, and she literally says, "No, you look like a girl." Yeah. No. I do, uh, I like the funny little back and forth with Billy and Tim at the workshop and Billy's whining and Tim does the, you pass me the violin. I need the violin. You're hogging it to yell while he's on the phone. Yeah. Your brother's yelling, you're hogging it. Yeah. And I I like Landry uh, when coach is giving the speech and that asshole guy who gets, gets kicked off the team is like, Landry's like, do you need a toy or something? Because <laughs> yeah. like, the the guy's fucking bored. Yeah, yeah. that was such a good line. The one that uh, threw the ball and busted the coach's nose and <laughs> yeah. quit. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a big change, season four. Big fucking change. 
it does it feels i i mean without you know the obvious it feels the most different from the three seasons other than i think there's a big jump from two to three but i mean I, there is a murder in season two that's a pretty yeah, big jump but for me season two feels like an extension of one sure you know i think they should have kept landry having like a reputation for having killed someone but it whatever i digress yeah, it whatever. would have been awesome they should have let the whole town find out yeah because i think they're still playing this idea that only three people know landry yeah. dad and tyra uh-huh. it would have been awesome if everybody knew and yeah, like every like time reputation on the field and all yeah this stuff. or every time like coach is like reading something and like he gets scared he's like oh god when landry's <laughs> when he like in the in. room yeah yeah it would have been great. Yeah, you know? that's be or great. that's why Grandma hates Landry. She's <laughs> yeah. like, get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't trust that boy. He murdered. Yeah, exactly. They just keep bringing and it Matt's up. Like, well, you know what grandma. he did. Yeah, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, he was acquitted. So yeah, here we are. Red season. We're gonna do all the red. Williams. The lions. Williams very excited for all the maga hat jokes that are gonna be coming up. I'm sure. All of them. Yeah, make Dylan great again. <laughs> it is funny tammy calls them good old boys when yeah. she sticks it to them at the applebee's yeah which is that's such a fucking smart thing for her to do i thought that was great yeah throw it right back at him yeah oh taking away rings and all this stuff and all mm-hmm. these old fuckers are like what the fuck who's this rich asshole coming into town gonna take away our rings yeah, yeah. it's such a smart play and she is it's good line delivery when she's like i got booed and he's like what she's like i mean booed, booed. Like, yeah she sits in it yeah, you feel it. Yeah. But yeah, two great episodes. We both agree. Super excited <laughs> no, for yeah, what's sorry. in store. I love that the past couple times I've been like, oh, I've been in a bad mood. I don't think it's affecting how I feel about the show. And then this week it's just like, fuck that. Clearly <laughs> not. We're I'm done with that clearly shit. Clearly emotionally compromised back to my usual shit. No, I, I mean, beyond being uh, tired and me being boring, I think <laughs> everything you would say, how you felt about it, but then you get where they're coming from on yeah. why they did it. But it's like, I mean, if that's how you felt when you watched it, you can't talk yourself into going, oh, I feel different. You can make it make sense, but if you still didn't yeah. like it when it happened, then you didn't like it. I'm, I'm, I'm just like Spock in the 2009 star trek i'm overrated i'm, a, I'm oh. a what the fuck did you just yeah. we're not even gonna get into that i'm emotionally compromised yes so i'm relieving Possibly. myself of command yeah which is funny because i am incredibly depressed and like stressed at work and i'm legitimately excited we're talking about these two episodes well they make it but yeah, I, yeah yeah and i love this season there's a lot of fun yeah I, I hope i do too yeah i hope i do too yeah, yeah. by the end yeah, yeah, I, I just mean, don't like these intro episodes. Where I'm yeah. like, I know these relationships. Let's just fucking get down but to it's, it. It's also because you don't love the show. You're hard to peg because you liked the thing almost everybody hates the most. And that's maybe your high point is the, the murder. Yeah, I like yeah. the murder. I just want more Landry stuff. <laughs> Let's just cut it there. I like the, I like murder. the murder. But yeah, no, Landry killing is I just want to watch delicious. the Landry show. Yeah, essentially that's what a lot of season three kind of felt like. Yeah. He had a lot to do still. So For yeah. sure. At least he's still here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, One no more Tyra, year. no Lila in these episodes. Yeah, no we'll Street. see if they pop up. Street's gone. I'll say it. He's gone. But nice. yeah, as of these two, no Tyra, Lila. Those are the only. Everybody else was returning. Julie, we didn't mention her, but she's here. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. 
All right, man. Well, let's see how uh, three and four go. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Love you. Love you too.